Forgotten Heroes, the podcast all about comic book heroes, villains, and their lesser-known variants across the comic omniverse. All right, my name is Zach, and as always, I'm joined by Chris. Chris, how you doing? I'm good. I'm very you good. Feel, yeah, you feeling hungry? I knew you were going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope you worked up your appetite. Yeah. That's no, perfect. So, uh, as the title goes, it, we talk about big, as Hulk likes to refer to him, purple hockey stick man. <laughs> face purple hockey stick face yeah because uh, that i don't even want to say man but that being has hockey sticks on his helmet yeah uh we're gonna get into a little bit about his origin and then different versions of galactus mm-hmm. and thankfully one of those is not the sequel to the fantastic four rises that is not fantastic four rises silver surfer yeah that movie was garbo yeah the first one was fine. Reasons. First one was fine. I will say that scene is literally cold because they're in the Antarctic. But that scene where Doctor Doom uh, pisses off the Silver Surfer by just like blasting him when his back is turned, and the Silver like Surfer just hits him back with the power cosmic, and turns your boy into atoms and slams him against the wall. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Still, then, still lives in my head to this day. But it, movie as a whole, not so great. Sucked. Not so cool. great. Um. So. But before we get into that, it has been kind of a bit since this one has come out compared to the last one. And as of this recording, <laughs> I don't think we've done this in about two weeks. Yeah, we took a little bit of a break. Uh, well, we had a vacation, which mm-hmm. I came up to see you, which we did not record. I was up there because, well, we got carried away. I had a full itinerary carried... plan for us. Yes, we had fun. <clears throat> and then the following week, uh, yeah, passing of my oldest dog. So I was yeah. like, no, I'm definitely not doing anything this week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. But we're going to can only go forward from there. Really? Mm-hmm. So definitely. We, to start us off, I'm going to talk about what we've read. And what yeah. We've Your boy, a.k.a. Chris, I pointed at you. I'm like, they can't see this. <laughs> oh, uh, that's saying in, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got dumped with a, a whole nother bunch of collection from Zach. Um, so I have even more. The tra- I, yes, the point that I the the bag that I brought him up in does no longer works. No, <laughs> no, it was a good toy for my cats after we offloaded all of those volumes, but um, it is now resting in peace. So there's pieces. plenty for me to read. Pieces, yeah. <laughs> so um, most recently I started Marvel's Dark Ages, which I've been waiting a really long time for. I didn't spoil it for myself um, through. That's very good. The means that I could have, which is rare for me, because typically with comics, I see a panel here or there based on who I follow on social media and how often I scroll. So I'm glad that I haven't seen anything in addition to also just like if I do see anything like Marvel Dark, I swipe immediately so I don't see anything. So going into that with fresh eyes is really, really nice. Um, Enjoying it so far. I'm not very far into it. I like literally just started it today during a break at work. If I Uh, remember the synopsis, it's literally what if... All of electricity just stopped working. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I yeah. think technology is kind of like a past construct at this point. Right. All right. So Iron Man is basically obsolete. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the the way that they kind of did it by making up another cosmic-ish entity. And I'm like, yeah. that's fine for this story. I don't Yeah, really it's care. like, it's basically a one shot of just like a larger universe. And I'm okay with that. And we all know how much I love one shots. So I have no problem with that. Um, and speaking of it, Dark Ages, I've also been reading a literal Dark Age type story called Amazing Fantasy by uh, Care Kyle Andrews. I who, was there when you bought this. 
You were there when I bought it, and um, I I also kind that... of technically fit. I, I... <laughs> so Chris was reading it. I mm-hmm. stole it from him for a little bit, and I pretty much speed read it. I don't know exactly what was said and what went down. I just went. I honestly just kind of went off of the pictures and was like, "All right, I kind of know what happened, but mm-hmm. I don't fully know what happened." <laughs> it's just kind story. of like, "Fuck you." <laughs> it's, it's the it's the epitome of a, of a one shot, definitely. Um, because it sort of starts and ends without many real consequences to the bigger universe, and that's fine. That's like the definition. Um, but Care Kyle Andrews specifically, I didn't realize how prevalent he was in what I was reading, um, since his name isn't always on the cover, but he's done Omnibus, he's done Miles Morales, he's done X-Men team-ups, he's done Doctor Strange. Actually, one of the Doctor Strange that I'm going to be reading, um, the 2022 Death of Doctor Strange, is up next for like my next reading cycle, so I'll be able to get a little bit more of him. And he's a writer, so I know that he has a hand in the story, which is always really exciting. Um, but Amazing Fantasy was a lot of fun. It's Black Widow, Captain America, Spider-Man, and a couple other characters that if you want to read it, I'm not going to spoil because it is relatively new. Um, but basic synopsis is sort of a think of Marvelish characters in a D&D-like setting with a world that is at war that seeks to break into the actual universe um and a couple things get turned on its head um that little specifically one. some origin stuffs so yeah it's interesting the, the little one the little I, one i did did not took me a minute to realize who that was yeah yeah there's surprising there's a surprising amount of significant characters and i was also just like oh that sucks yeah yeah no sometimes but i learned that i was like that way uh, but, um, it's good, and I also okay, uh, this one I've been the, the most excited about. Yeah, normally I read less, but we've had a big break, so um, I also bought. You still read less because I was up there. Yeah, uh, which is the Batman and Spawn Deluxe Edition, um, with Todd McFarlane and Greg Capullo, of course. And so this is Capullo? the Capullo. I say Capullo. Capullo. I'll say Whatever. Capullo. It's double L, so I'll say Capullo. I teach phonics. I got to follow, I, I gotta follow I my... Also, I was also just kind of like, where's the I? Right. Good point. Um, but the delu- this deluxe addiction... Addiction? <laughs> it is for me. Addition. Um, <laughs> has Batman and Spawn number one, as well as Batman and Spawn War Devil, um, this... and Spawn and Batman number one, like original publishing sort okay. of art. So it's essentially a compilation of their most famous team-ups, as well as it continues from where it last left off. They, uh, If I remember correctly, the more recent one, because I remember hearing about it, mm-hmm. they don't know each other. I no. think it's like 2023. No, they don't. They are, they are reintroduced. And that's because of some shit that happens with Spawn, but it's mostly because of what happens with the fucky DC universe. That's really right. why they had to do it. It really... You know, Simmons has stayed consistent. He's had one of the longest comic book runs in history. I think they have a world record for it, actually. They just broke, what was it, like 320, 300? Uh, yeah, last they broke year three, I remember something they like broke, that. No, 300 was. I thought it was last year. I thought it was like end of uh, 2022. I remember we were, we were talking about it at Comic Con. And I remember that. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, big deal. Um, and with how much I love Spawn and how much I love to talk about him. That very, one very came exciting. out. Actually, that one came out in 2019. 300 came out 2019. Yes. Oh wow! So I'm a couple of years off. Wow, that's like, pretty sure I was still working. That. Yeah, I was thinking I was still working at. Uh, or I just left. Oh, yeah, it was 2019 because I remember. 
Yeah, I remember that because I hadn't gone into grad school yet. I hadn't met you, but I remember reading it in Cornell after I graduated from undergrad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Okay. I that poof. I'm not off. My timeline is off. <laughs> Holy Everybody's shit. timeline is off, dude. It's the COVID. It's the COVID effect, man. It's like a butterfly effect. It's just like the yeah. last several years have just not existed. But anyways. The, the last two years have been the longest five. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like, Batman and Spawn always warms my heart. Um, anytime I see art of Batman standing over a knocked out Spawn, I call it bullshit. But I still like it because it's cool and it's edgy. So, I mean, I was going to say in, in the moment if Batman, I would say if Batman's able to get the jump on him. Yeah. Maybe Definitely. he could put, knock him out, but then in about a second later. Can he can he sustain it? Hell no. no. Absolutely. I would not. say like, you know, could the jump on him? Not you can knock him down. Next right. second, you're on your ass. Bruce. And Batman's saving grace is the fact that he recognizes he can't sustain the fight, which is why they team up. So there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Spawn. Yeah. Yeah. No diff. Hundred percent. Anyways, what have you been reading, my friend? Uh, a lot, as usual. I don't know if I mentioned this, but. <sighs> read the sixth issue of the reborn Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, uh, The Game Changers. Mm-hmm. Right now they're on the road to an ar- to the Armageddon game where they have to fight the Rat King, who's apparently a deity. Um, oh, that's funny. Yes. So do you know, they, do you know but, what a, I don't mean to interrupt. Do you know what a Rat King is in real life? No. Have you heard about that? So a Rat King in real life is literally like in sections where there are rat infestations. Um it is like in folklore, it's usually a deity, like you said, and stuff like that. But rat kings in like subway systems and stuff like that, and like little hollows in real life, is when rats are in such close proximity that their tails get twisted together, and it's like five or six rats just like jumbled up, moving as like one being. Yes, I think I've seen. It's like super a weird. Clip of but... a movie that that had, I guess, it was more with that, but actually had magic powers. Uh, I think I could also be hallucinating myself. Joking. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sure it's real. <laughs> this one has this five turtles, mm-hmm. right? Because remember, in this world, uh, Jenna, they have a they have a I guess adopted sister, Jenica, who was human and then was became a turtle. Right. They actually team up with Shredder, who's back from hell. Dun dun dun. Um, he's always and, back from somewhere, the motherfucker. Yes, and it's very funny. I think they have like meet they you know they are they show both first they show like this is what's going on then they show kind of what happened before and alopex raf's girlfriend is very much not okay with them teaming up with him but they're like we have nobody else to team up with for this for these games like mm-hmm. for this bullshit uh also there's the sixth turtle venus running around she's more of a frankenstein's monster-esque hmm. being for this with psychic powers then there's also a whole other set of turtles with white masks over the face instead and they all go by the same names except their weapons are different i'm just going to read an excerpt from it it's just so you guys know leonardo holds his size in a relaxed ready position to his left donatello and michelangelo follow suit with their nunchaku and katanas Raphael guards his right side i can see his body quivering with tense energy waiting to be triggered in a savage slashing release so they yeah Mikey has katana. This Mikey has katanas. This Donnie has nunchucks. This Leo has size, and Raph has as a staff. Interesting. And it's like, but we know not. But as of this, this one, this issue, they oh, and they kill. They don't care. Right. They like we see them slaughter a bunch of SWAT members. I was about to say the the change in weapon also might mean a change in mentality. So that makes sense. 
Yes. Um, and then Venus is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> With the Rat King in the background being a Interesting. Prick. I got to so, read that, that copy of Last Ronin you gave me. That's that's going to be on my document. You got to read spot. that. I think, I don't know if the Last Ronin Lost Days are coming out, but you got to read that before. That. Oh, do I? Oh, you should, because the Last Days is supposed to be like what happened in between. Okay. Bit. And I think in that one, somebody's raising a whole different set of turtles. I think they're all girls. Okay. And they're, I mean, they're different, so they're not very similar. I also, and that, I also got uh, We Have Demons by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, mm-hmm. which I think I remember hearing about from Comic Storian. The art is just, it's fabulous. I loved, I like, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy this twist on, you know, what is essentially Christian mythology. Mm-hmm. And yes, I said mythology because it's myth until proven. <laughs> uh, sorry if I offended hey. anybody, but not really. Amen. Uh, but that goes for like really all religions, to be honest. Amen. Yeah. Um, this book yeah. called Heathen, and I've never heard of it before. I I got this when I was with you. Yeah, that looked really interesting. Um, this is by. That's just the last names. What the heck? Why can't I see who? Okay, hold on. There it is. Okay. I think this is this is from Vault Comics. Um, uh, hold on. Created by Natasha Alt Alterki. Mm-hmm. She's a writer artist, and she did some of the covers. Mm-hmm. And also with Ashley Woods, who did some of the issues. Rachel Deering and Morgan Martinez. So literally, I okay. feel like I've I've heard of Morgan Martinez. The others don't ring a bell. Uh, other than like this one Charles Martin guy, to my knowledge, to my knowledge, not a single. Not a single guy. Tight. This is, and I like it. Viking, warrior, woman, outcast. Literally, I think the re- the only reason why she's an outcast is because she it, she's lesbian. I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. She's lesbian, and you know, back back in the Viking era, that's a that's a no no. Right. I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Oh yeah, and she has to fight Odin at some point, so that'll be fun. Cool. <laughs> um, I also got Miracle Man: The Golden Age by Neil Gaiman. He, you know what, I, I was doing a little bit more research on Miracle Man just in general lately, and I kind of think he's an underrated character, honestly. He's I underrated, I but also, I hear a lot of honest, people talking about him. I remember hearing that Marvel was bringing him back, and I just don't know why. Mm. I also heard them bringing bringing him back a while ago, so I don't, I haven't. I was seen about him. to say promises, promises. Yes, um, I don't know. I haven't read that yet. What I I have been reading Heathen while I'm at home, to be honest, and while I'm at work. But I'll probably just 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 only be reading it. Doom Patrol by Grant Morrison and Doug Braithwaite. I'm sure I butchered that. Mm. Um, this is and it's a black label, rightfully so. Yeah. Right. Written by Grant Morrison and featuring art by Richard Case, John Nyberg, and Doug Braithwaite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Hanna and Carlos Garson. Literally, the first opening, first things, and I, and Doom Patrol, in normal Doom Patrol fashion, I don't know what the fuck is going on yet. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, people are just getting cut out of reality. Right. You know, they're mm. getting cut out of pages, and they're being, and the Doom Patrol's being attacked by the Scissor Men. Interesting. Who, who do not speak properly, when I say speak properly, I just mean, like, I don't know what they're saying. Right. One of them, one of them, uh, let's see, when do they show up? I need to find the issue again. I've just there's three of them. Thorloy B. Grimer as Fond Brevert Brevertes, Elder 
Eider with Adlers and Erthem Safer. Like, what? Mm. I have no clue. Yeah, and that's first, intense. And then one of the first few issues, Larry gets bonded to the negative uh, spirit. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, another like one of his doctors gets bonded, so they're all one being, and they call themselves Rebus. Oh, oh, that's interesting because an alchemy of Rebus is a combination yep. of a man and woman. Yes. Well, at least so, in the alchemy that I've seen depicted. No, this that's exactly why uh, they call themselves that. Is um, uh, the chief wow. literally states that like, yeah, I know why they call them that. They call themselves that. Real nerd shit going on here tonight. Cool, love it. So interesting. Yeah, Doom Patrol is another one that I haven't really explored too much of. And yeah, I'm and then there's like, a character named Joshua who I actually don't know, and he's got powers, but he's he. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, he's not really. It doesn't look like he's fully part of the Doom Patrol because right. the Doom Patrol is the world's strangest heroes. Yeah, robot robot man, negative person. I guess Rebus at this point. Mm-hmm. Crazy Jane, which I don't like her moniker, but yeah, well. She came out in an earlier time, so... <clears throat> yeah, they might give her a rebranding at some point. I mean, hell, they rebranded Punisher, so... Like, they are, actually. I think the newest her. incarnation of Doom Patrol, she's actually going to be the chief. Oh, okay. Interesting. So that's also one of her personalities, so... Yeah, I mean, Chief also just changes so fluidly. It's like... I'll be honest, Chief is... Meh. Chief is Chief. Chief, chief is boring. Yeah. But <clears throat> now that we've, uh, now that we've cleansed <laughs> our palate... I was about to say, now that we've given you the appetizer. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's move on to the main course. Sorry, yeah. there'll be a lot of eating and and pun and food puns in this. But if you, for anybody who do, who doesn't know Galactus, I was about to say who's been living under a rock. That's not true. Most people don't know who Galactus is. Galactus yeah. is essentially long story. Well, I'm going to try and make this long story short. Mm. Galactus is a space explorer from the sixth universe who is at the end of the uh, at the end of existence, kind of gets bonded to the to the last remnants of the sixth version of the universe, the multiverse. Actually, no, of the universe, which then becomes the multiverse. So he kind of gets split amongst the multiverse and becomes Galactus. Hmm. So he's a being of pure energy contained in the suit who has to sustain himself off of life giving energy from planets. Which, if you want to make the argument, could also be, you know, those planets are also basically, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Wow, why did I forget their name? Celestial. There we go. Celestial eggs. Um, Galactus looks like anybody, does not have a physical form, so he'll look human if a human sees him. He'll look uh, scroll if a scroll looks at him. So he has Mm -hmm. no physical form. So he'll look, however, for us, he'll look human because we're the reader looking at him. Right. Um, and he is basically supposed to be a cosmic constant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's always supposed to kind of be the devourer. He has been the life bringer before. And at the end of all of Marvel in that we see in the history of Marvel, he and Franklin Richards will bond to become a new entity in the next universe. Which is which we'll see. Which yeah, which is nuts. So, but Galactus obviously like. While he's a universal constant, he's still not the same in every universe. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to talk about Earth X. Uh, we will not. No. Okay, so I'm going to Earth X. That Galactus is actually Franklin Richards because they accidentally, yeah. I think, killed him. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Oh, wait, we need a Galactus." So Franklin became Galactus, and he right. no longer remembers. I don't know if he killed him or something happened that Franklin is now Galactus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Miles Morales, 
there is a universe where Galactus is not as he seems. Mm-hmm. In this one, he's called Galactus. So G-A-H space L-A-K space T-U-S. Mm-hmm. Which of all the name changes, I don't hate. It don't seems hate a little it. bit more alien. It does seem alien, and I, which is good, because this one is apparently a approximately 10,000-mile-long collection of robots. Oh, yeah. Which is nuts. So Galact- Galactus used a combination of envoys and flesh-eating virus to eliminate all biological life forms on planets, whose core he would then use as an energy source. Should we say use he or it? Uh, I guess we might as well say it. Considering okay. that the reader is technically assigning him gender, so I guess it would be it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always robot in this earth, so yeah. Right, and I'm sure they don't give a fuck about pronouns. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> this also came out in what early 2000s or so. Yeah. So, uh, so it considered all life, all forms of biological life abhorrent, and when Professor X managed to contact it telepathically, it saw the link as a as desecration, aka, how dare you, something mm-hmm. that is alive and conscious, touch my perfect being. Yeah. I would say this is this. I would consider this almost what Ultron thinks his final form should be. However, this that dummy's <laughs> losing. Yeah, true. So, if if Ultron could stop losing, this is exactly what he would become. Boom, roasted. Uh, roasted, if not stating facts. But also, I was about to say, also not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like his father before him. Mm. Uh, the only civilization to take preemptive measures was the Kree, who created the android Vision, there we go, to alert other civilizations of its presence. Vision made contact with Earth in 1904, but crashed in Siberian tundra, where Soviet soldiers then found her in a shelf to in, in a self-repair coma. Her? Mm-hmm. Once again, Vision had more of a female-like appearance. So... She was assigned this gender of her when she crashed in Siberia. But once again, robot. So not really aligning with a specific pronoun, if you want to go that direction. Not trying to push any agendas, just, you know, for uh, I mean, view. I, sorry, I just had to Google a page. Yeah, no, I can. I it's, can you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> no. I, listen, it's like Red Tornado for for the Earth 2 universe. It's technically yeah. Lois Lane, so it's Tails She. Exactly. Um, so the Soviets started a methodical desecration of vision, taking her various parts, grafting them onto human subjects, which drove most of them mad. Eventually the project was shut down and vision alongside it locked away. A decade later, uh, vision was able to complete her repairs and broadcast a warning to the entire world of Galactus's impending doom. Yeah. So vision feels like kind of a <clears throat> interesting role here um as far as like kind of a, a, a soothsayer which is a little interesting well not a soothsayer but i guess like more of a herald if you will because typically a herald of galactus you know we associate that those who are more familiar with galactus as being silver surfer um with him being the herald of galactus um and sort of presenting galactus's will to the planets that he visits before galactus actually arrives excuse me so it's an interesting and also a different role for vision to fill um yeah and if you guys have time at all while you're listening to this episode or after take a look at you know vision and you'll see what we mean about the female presenting sort of approach um but once again still a robot so 
Galactus is definitely a serious threat in this universe, just like he is in 616 regularly. So well, that also right there, just like you said, even yeah. the normal Galactus that we think of is just consciousness of is just energy. But yeah, because he was a person, we go he. However, mm-hmm. uh, right. And like you said, vision is like well, the opposite of a herald is. But yeah, <laughs> it's just the literally the opposite of it is like Gal- Galactus maybe has something that or somebody that works for him mm-hmm. vision's like no i'm gonna get ahead of you dummy yeah so much of the world erupted in hysteria and mass suicides yeah i don't know why i'm sorry i don't know ultimates. i can understand the hysteria i don't understand the whatever i'm not mm-hmm. here to criticize three ultimates is going for the the darker approach you know it's what they do yeah well they at first they were like we're more realistic and i'm like no and then they went dark um (laughs) the broadcast caught the attention of nick fury who assembled a team to investigate the broadcast viewing it as a terrorist threat charles xavier did the same but believed it was it was an abused psychic in need of the x-men's help both teams worked together to uh fight through the now awake cybernetic horrors left over by the soviets and and rescue vision uh, who has taken the shield's headquarters to be repaired and gain as much information as possible in the on the uh, incoming threat. Eventually it arrived, however, and the Ultimates Avengers... So the Ultimates... I don't think there's the Avengers. I think it's just the Ultimates, right? Yeah, true. I should I should have put parentheses around that. Right. So the Ultimates are another name for the Avengers in this... Which, they are the Avengers. They just call them the Ultimates in this universe. Yeah. The X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and S.H.I.E.L.D. ready themselves to defend the planet. Xavier and Jean Grey use their abilities to make direct psychic contact with Galactus distracting it temporarily. This gave Reed Richards the necessary time to prepare the ultimate nullifier device, which took the energy of the Big Bang from another universe and it teleported it to the center of Galactus. The erupting explosion destroyed 20% of its mass and was forced to retreat. Jesus. Only 20% yeah. from the Big Bang? Yep. There you Hell. go. You're welcome. <laughs> so Cosmic constants, baby. <laughs> but, yeah, so you get, like, an interesting team up of a planetary scale type sorts here excuse me oh, i don't know why i'm yawning had kind of a long day but yeah galactus once again still fills that role but we very much see sort of like a similar approach to the first time he appeared in 616 where everybody else sort of teamed up and approached it in a similar way except this universe is a little bit farther along so right um so but which is again, it's, it also tells you the. I also am very. I'm a little confused. Maybe the ultimate nullifier is not a, not a universal constant, because if I remember the ultimate nullifier, if you have the willpower, you can just erase from existence your target, not mm. teleport a big bang. Yeah. Um. From what I found in my research, it was what Reed was able to do with the time that he had. So it might just be a fact of him not fully understanding it at this point. Um, So, you know, because even though it's Reed Richards, he's not without his flaws. So this is also a younger Reed Richards. So true. Yeah, that's also a good point. Uh, Years after it failed, after its failed incursion of Earth, the World Eater found itself in the middle of the Chitari Cree War. Oh, the scrolls have no what? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it. It began attacking respective ships on both sides. Suddenly, a rift from another dimension opened up, and a being calling itself Galactus. <laughs> I forgot that's this happened. Yeah. Two cosmic powers merged unexpectedly. The new being set 
sent its robotic armies to continue to consume. The Horde found its way to planet Hala, where it was uh, defended by the Silver Surfer, Nova, and Captain Marvel. The latter died in the, in in the ensuing conflict. Nova took up the now unclaimed uniform and used his new power to unleash a devastating attack on, Gal on Galactus, who was thought to be dead but simply heavily destroyed and began heading back to Earth for more energy. I forgot they they combined. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're talking about team-ups, and we have, like, the team-up of cosmic proportions happen in 1610 here. So. Will we ever find out if it was 616 Galactus or it's just a Galactus? Um, it was a Galactus, as it was stated in my research, but I think it's kind of implied that it's a 616 Galactus um, because of the namesake and because of how it's designed. So that's kind of way that I had canoned it. Okay. But, yeah, so now we're going to take a familiar trip to Earth 9602, which those of you who've been with us for a little while recognize as the Amalgam Universe. And we're going to talk about Galactiac. So this is a combination or a synthesis, if you will, of Galactus and Brainiac. So it's an interesting sort of combination of a power cosmic and a technological power constant. Um, so it is... Honestly, one of the more interesting amalgams, because um, a lot of the times we get like things that are somewhat in common, sort of like hyena with Joker and Sabretooth um, and, the, you know, the infamous Dark Claw that we talk about all the time. And then we get like the overpowered ones of like Thor and Superman. Um, and this one is just sort of like it's overpowered in a sense, but it's also two different approaches to a bad guy that are also kind of similar. Um, so Galactiac is seen as the ultimate synthesis of mind and machine and wanders the galaxy in search of planets, not to destroy, but to drain their lifeblood and then miniaturize to study further, which in my opinion is worse than just outright killing him. So his arrival on earth is foretold by Uatu the watcher. And when he did arrive, he immediately began constructing machinery on top of the Baxter building in downtown Manhattan. And of course, Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four are going to notice this as it is their headquarters. <clears throat> and so Reed Richards goes to the roof and tries to reason with Galactiac, asking why he would want to destroy a world so rich with life instead of studying it. Galactiac claimed that he did not want to destroy Earth, but instead, once again, miniaturize New York specifically and study that cross section of Earth. He then surrounds the top of the Baxter building with a heavily reinforced energy shell preventing the Fantastic Four from calling in reinforcements. And so Ben Grimm um, tries to destroy the machinery, but only succeeds in making Galactiac angry. So he transforms Grimm into a four-armed creature completely devoted to Galactiac's mission. Oh, the and, thing. Yeah, the thing. And um, while he is distracted <clears throat> with the thing, who is now transformed, Uatu manages to teleport Johnny Stormtrooper inside of Galactiac to try and destroy oh, him from within. Is this the is this the small version? Yeah. All right, keep going, sorry. <laughs> While inside, Grimm attempts to kill both Reed and Sue, but only ends up destroying Galactiac's Terra Matrix with his wrath. Before he can punish the now-deformed Grimm, Johnny unleashes a powerful fire blast on Galactiac's neural junction, causing it to melt down. Now that Galactic is completely immobilized, he launches his head full of his backup systems into space, vowing to return once again. So we get a 
interesting sort of one-off bad guy story of what could have been and a little bit of an amalgam team-up of the fan, uh, Fantastic Four. And yeah, kind of an interesting little approach. Galactiac also has a very cool design. I'm going to drop that for another recommendation to check out on Google um, or on the Marvel Wiki, wherever you can find it first, because it is pretty interesting. And once hey, again, it's, that's it's, a word for it. Yeah, it's it's another one shot. So, of course, I'm going to recommend it. Um, but yeah, we always try to bring you an amalgam and we found one with the with the with the cosmic constant here. So, yeah, interesting approach. Yeah, well. I, see, it, it's a very interesting approach. This next guy just said, fuck it. Um, yeah. So this, this, this is the Butcher of Worlds from Earth 14412. Um, so this is from, if and those eagle-eyed, maybe, or eagle-eared, hmm. whatever, uh, would know <laughs> the, would probably know what Earth this is. Far in the future, and after a millennium of destruction, the Earth was little more than a barren wasteland. The final protector of Earth was Thor, who is now king of Asgard, along with his granddaughters. Uh, he remained on Earth protecting the home, the once home of many of his allies and friends and wished for the Earth of old so he could see them again. When Galactus came to finish off what he had not accomplished yet, to, to satiate his hunger for Earth. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how well off this Galactus was looking. I don't remember it being very well when he got no. there. No, he was not doing great. Definitely not at his full power, but also not destroyed or not super. Weak. He's still Galactus. Right. You know, but he wasn't. I don't know if he was like emaciated or he, he didn't have the, you know, hockey sticks weren't scoring goals, but they also weren't snapping in half. You know what I mean? <laughs> to, to give an analogy, he's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was really funny. Um, okay, I'm back now. So, uh, he began to drill into the Earth to take its life force. Thor and his three granddaughters, Addie, Frigg, and Elsiv, Elsiv, uh, watched on in shock at first since Galactus had not been seen in centuries. Against their wishes, Thor sent them back to Asgard to fight Galactus himself. Because Thor is a meathead. Right, and he's also... Especially his old age. Yeah, at, at this point, yeah, he's a meathead. He's also probably seeking to sort of just, like, find some sort of end at this point. So so Thor tried to reason with him, saying the destruction of Earth will ultimately gain him nothing as it could still recover and prosper. But Galactus doesn't care. Mm-hmm. So he throws uh, Mjolnir at him, which is countered by the power cosmic, which actually launches Thor into space. Thor regains his strength and flew back at Galactus with all the might of what was the Odin Force, is now called the Thor Force, mm-hmm. as an hour cos- power cosmic blast landed and the two canceled each other out. Thor was hit with another blast pretty much immediately, which resulted in his apparent death as his granddaughters arrived bearing ancient weapons from Asgard and held off Galactus from finishing the job. Uh, he got tired of the Galactus got tired of the fight, which caused a massive explosion, injuring all the war all three of the uh, the warriors. He's about to destroy Earth and just kill them when King Thor returned bearing the Necro Sword, which at this point in the story was I believe in a uh, I think it was in a black hole, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, so he does that brutally and brutally defeated. Galactus spared him and gave him and oh sorry 
Thor defeated Galactus. Sorry, yeah. Thor defeated Galactus, sparing him and saying, yeah, you can go eat Mars instead as a olive branch because, you know, nobody's using Mars, I guess, still. As he was about to do so, the Necrosword manifested uh, within him, turning him into the Butcher of Worlds. So he existed for a good amount of time within the role, brutally chopping planets in half and consuming them with his newfound power. However, the Butcher eventually overstepped his power limit when he found Ego the Living Planet and he impaled him with the Necrosword. Ego absorbed it, turning the tide on the Butcher, devouring him in a brutal form of irony. (laughs) So, Ego the Living Planet, I think, I don't know if... We all became ego the necro world. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. And he, as if Galactus as if dead. he needed more power. Yeah, to, I also to... do, I do like his end of just like irony. Oh yeah, the one planet he couldn't he should not fuck with. <laughs> Super yeah, I know he had like an entire galaxy and he decided to mess with ego <laughs> like <laughs> ridiculous. Yep. Uh, but we're gonna go back to the beginning with this next one. So. This is Galen from Earth T R N Galen, excuse me, um, from Earth T R N five six six. And so once again, the T R N designation means that it is a temporary reality number. Um, so Galen was a space explorer from an incredibly advanced and paradise planet known as Ta, um, and they lived a peaceful and flourishing life. Yet his universe was in its final stages of collapse. And this universe had originally been what's known as a cosmic egg, which we talked about a little bit with the Celestials, um, until it experienced its own Big Bang, which hurled matter outwards and then condensed the planets into solar systems. Well, condensed into planets and solar systems. Um, Excuse me. After expanding in size for a billion years, it was now going through a crunch cycle, quote unquote, in which it would return to its original form. So it's expanding and then it shrinks, right? <clears throat> which is funny because I saw an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson about how the universe is consistently expanding. So I'm wondering if some point, thousands and thousands of years in the future, if our universe will start to shrink. Makes you wonder. Ta was one of the final civilizations and planets remaining within the system. And thanks to its advanced technology, it was able to survive longer than others. uh, Galen was tasked with using his experience and his equipment to search the universe for some preventative measure or a means of saving Ta, but is unable to find one. And the resulting radiation from the crunch killed off most of the residents of Ta, save for a few. Galen, upon returning and knowing that he and his people's death was imminent, suggested that they go out gloriously and fly into the center of the now inevitable cosmic egg. The others agreed, and while flying to the center of their crunching universe, they all perished, except for Galen, who found himself imbued with a brand new energy. And at the moment that the universe met its end, the Phoenix Force merged all the positive emotions of all living beings in the cosmos to preserve them, which enabled the sentience of the universe and embodiment of the cosmos to meet with Galen. The sentience of the universe revealed itself to Galen and informed him that they both would die within this universe but the two would be reborn in another thanks to the Phoenix force as a joint heir. So the sentience of the universe emerged itself with Galen and thus Galactus is created. So there you go. Literally formed from the energy and sentience of a universe at the end of another universe, which is then saved by the Phoenix force thanks to its power and then reborn anew as a new entity and a universal constant right that is basically that literally that's his origin mm-hmm. um it's about as big as you can get honestly <laughs> yeah right. i think if we went any more because i think and i don't know if 
I don't know if she's canon, but I really love the fact of I think in another in another universe, Galactus has a daughter. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't remember a whole lot about her. I think she was just kind of like really just one off, and then that was it. I'm gonna look her up quickly while you talk about our <laughs> our last one. That's honestly kind of goofy here. I just I I do love the fact that they they found a way to make a goofy Galactus. Oh yeah. Because he's like so the funny. one person that is like I don't think you can make him funny. Yeah. Okay. So this is Galen from Earth ninety two twenty one. So nine two two zero one. While battling the powers of the universe with the help of the Infinity Stones, Thanos was able to turn the, the World Eater into a human with the face of Elvis Presley. He fell to Kansas, where he landed in a, the trailer of Gertrude Revman, who believed he was actually Elvis just with amnesia. She attempted to restore his memory by playing his music and movies for, for him, which made Galactus believe he actually was Elvis. He began performing at concerts and venues as Elvis Presley and started to really enjoy his life. Eventually, Warlock discovered his true identity and offered to turn him back, yet he decided to stay as a musician for the rest of his days. <laughs> Good Lord. Which, honestly, I think is just kind of sweet and proves to me that Galactic, uh, Galactus is just a big old teddy bear. He just he just wants to be loved. He just wants to play. With, he just, just wants to play, man. He just wants to be appreciated. But you're right. Galactus uh, did have an, a daughter. Um, she was from... I think keeps... Uh, she's from another temporary reality. It keeps going back to the... Uh, temporary reality number 855. And she's known as Galli or Galacta. I think she tried to live on live on earth and she just couldn't because her hunger kept getting to her yeah so versus like galactus who tries to eat planets uh galacta prefers to eat sort of like sentient virus and technology of that and tries to do a little bit of good and she looks just like galactus except she's smaller and in a suit that is revealing you know a, a, she's very a female she's superhero very costume <laughs> She's very yes. anime. She's very anime. That's a very good point. Yeah. It's yeah. You can see why she's not canon and why she was in a temporary reality. Thank God. <laughs> that would have been horrible if that was canon. That would have been so bad. I yeah. I don't think yeah. Um, and then there's other which I do want to mention them. There's other ones from uh, the. There's apparently there's there's other Galactuses from previous universes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is terrifying to think about. There's. Omnimax, who is who used to be apparently somebody named Mordon, who is the Sorcerer Supreme of the Fifth Cosmos, and the multi, which is the multiverse where magic and sorcery was first formed. Oh, cool. That's interesting. Uh, there was Cypress Kipper, right? Uh, there was Doctor Dumactus from from the Dumactus? Infinity War. Oh yeah, yes. right. I forgot about that. Who then gets merged? I think very little. Yeah. He, him and another character get with uh, Ego the Strange Planet get merged into another character. Uh, this, Ego the Stranger Planet, they, the two of them merge into, into Dumactigo the Stranger Planet. Which, Good lord, bro. And then I think they get they get merged into an, with another being and they, they don't have a name for themselves because it's... Right. It's, it's insanity. I think it's... Um, God, I don't even I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole to be honest, but it's just it's really funny just to see him. It's like what is happening? That's one of the things is that 
one of the great things about comic book is seeing how people like to one up crazy cosmic entities comic books are so good with that it's so funny to me seeing how like they can just rise in action consistently and that sort of scope it's great but that's a rabbit hole for another day um let's get into some recommendations if you want to find <laughs> galacticus El- galactus excuse me uh as elvis presley you're going to find him in what if volume one issue 34 uh if you're looking for galen Gallon, excuse me. I said it wrong again. Gallon. You're going to find him in Adventures of the X-Men Volume 1, Issue 12. If you are looking for The Butcher of Worlds, you will find him in Thor, God of Thunder, Volume 1, Issue 20 to 24, and Mighty Thor, Volume 2, Issue 700. If you're looking for Galactiac, you will find him in Challengers of the Fantastic, Volume 1, Issue 1. If you are looking for Galactus from the 1610 universe, you will find him in Ultimate Extinction, Volume 1, Issues 1 through 5, Hunger, Volume 1, Cataclysm, Ultimate's Last Stand, Volume 1, and Cataclysm, Ultimate Spider-Man, Volume 1, Issues 1 through 3. So, there you go. We gave you appetizer, entree, and dessert of our favorite planetary systems, um, and a large character that... I'm surprised we haven't talked about it. I would say it, it's funny because some people, definitely people have asked the question of like, what if Galactus didn't exist? And different writers, like for Earth X, and even for the in the second incarnation of the Ultimates, you know, they answer that question. And I can tell you, in both ways, it's not good. So yeah. while it sucks to have somebody who just destroys planets to satiate his hunger, apparently it's needed. It's necessary. Didn't do it's, it. a, it's a checks and balances thing. Yes. And with right. the universe ever expanding, he's a bad guy who's not going to run out of planets at this point. So he can also be a returning character, which is smart. Well, apparently he will at some point, but... Yeah, at some point. But, but apparently Franklin Richards will Then Frank, Frankie Boy will step up and he'll also fill the role that they've been trying to find for him for fucking years. He'll also apparently stop aging at 30 and look fantastic for millennia, so whatever. Good for him and his stupid <laughs> fuck boy hair. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. You You have feelings about Franklin Richards. Oh, and- God. I love that he just never ages and also never changes and also has no fucking point up until recently. Anyways. He still doesn't really have a point if you really read anything with him he in it. He doesn't. You're absolutely right. He doesn't. But right. once again, we're not going to... Clearly, you're getting hangry. You need to go so. eat. Yeah. You're getting hangry. Take a bite out of Mars or something. Good Lord. There you go. I don't know. Can you find Planet Snickers? <laughs> so. You're not you when you haven't devoured a world. <laughs> Snickers, please don't sue us. <laughs> I really want to see... I want to see any ad with Galactus. I don't want them to make that, that work. That's, All right. the, that's the ultimate team-up like sponsorship oh, for Snickers. Lord. Uh, they'd never go out of business um, no they would oh, actually that's man. true that's not true they probably will <laughs> they would yeah. because you'd eat them all you take care uh, <laughs> there you go so on that note join us next time for another comic book character